Might be a podcast, the song by song podcast about the greatest band of all time. They might be giants. I'm your host, Greg Simpson. Yes, you're cheering for They Might Be Giants, not for me. I'm cool with that. It's fine, uh, <laughs> it's understandable. I've got a whole bunch of people I'm going to introduce uh, in a minute, but we are live here in Bloomington, Indiana at the Bishop bar and we are going to be talking about the song they'll need a crane off of the album lincoln hit it jared and the full screeny thing yeah he's used youtube before i can tell love sees love's happiness but happiness can't see the love is sad, the love is sad. Sadness is hanging there. To show love somewhere, something needs a change. They need a change. They'll need a crane, they'll need a crane. To take the house he built for her apart to make it break. It's gonna take a metal ball hung from a chain. They'll need a crane, they'll need a crane To pick the broken ruins up again To mend her heart, to help them start To see a world apart from pain Lad's gal is all he has Gal's gladness hangs upon the love of lad The love of lad Some things gal says to lad Art men is bad but cause a little pain They cause him pain They'll need a crane, they'll need a crane To take the house he built for her apart To make it brave, it's gonna take A metal ball hung from a chain They'll need a crane, they'll need a crane To pick the broken ruins up again To mend her heart, to help him start To see a world apart from pain don't call me at work again, no, no The boss still hates me, I'm just tired And I don't love you anymore And there's a restaurant we should check out Where the other nightmare people like to go I mean nice people, baby, wait I didn't mean to say nightmare Lad looks at other gals Gal thinks Jim Beam is handsomer than Lad He isn't bad Call off the wedding band Nobody wants to hear that one again Play that again They'll need a crane, they'll need a crane To take the house he built for her apart To make it break, it's gonna take A metal ball hung from a chain They'll need a crane, they'll need a crane To pick the broken ruins up again To mend her heart, to help her start To see a world apart from pain They'll need a crane, they'll need a crane They'll need a crane, they'll need a crane They'll need a crane, they'll need a crane They'll need a crane 
clap for the projector. It did a great job. <laughs> okay. So let's uh, let's get our round table up here. Let's uh, let's let's hear it for Mr. John Handcuff. And then who was sitting next to you, Carrie? Yes. Carrie Hearn, all the way from East Lansing, Michigan. Yeah. And then we had Scott Curry sitting next to Carrie. Scott Curry, local awesomeness. And from Terre Haute, the mean streets of Terre Haute, Dana Williamson. Yeah, that's why you're so tough. It is. Yeah. <laughs> so, did you guys change any of the, after I printed this out, were you okay with the intros? Sure. Go for it. Feel yeah. free to correct any wrong information. I ran it by my people. They say it's fine. Okay. <laughs> I didn't look at the most recent version. Okay. Well, yeah. What, there was something you told me. There was know. something I told you to. Edit you know. this out. Right, Greg Moore? Right? <laughs> no, no, no. He's a purist. Yeah, my very first podcast co-host is over there, Greg Moore hey. from Two Gregs One Podcast. Greg. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, let's. Uh, Dana Williamson is joining me. Uh, I said she's from Terre Haute. She's an accomplished violinist and loop artist. And are you still doing the music journalism for the Spectator? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, the Speccator, right? Oh, yeah. Oh. Not as much, but when I when I get to it. It's not like it's a huge gig or anything. It's yeah, just it's fun to... We yeah. go to shows, and if we like it, we write it up, or yeah. if we hate it, we write it up. And oh, yeah. I've been uh, doing that <laughs> through... Yeah, right. <laughs> hell yeah. No, it's no, the no. best thing about being a music <laughs> journalist is telling people they suck. <laughs> so, no, Dana... I, I, do, I try to okay find the good. I, I don't like to say the Their nice pants thing. were nice. Yeah. So, Dana has appeared... Their pants were red. Class, class. Quiet down, children. Okay, for real, though. Dana has appeared on three This Might Be a Podcast episodes already. One... By herself for the song Ampersand, uh, the special Patreon episode about strings, orchestral strings in They Might Be Giant songs. And also, she was on the first live episode back in Lafayette for uh, the song Don't Let's Start. What Dana Williamson, everybody. Hello. Yay. One of my covers was on an episode, but I can't remember which one. Oh, yeah. You're, I'm, yeah. She's got a YouTube. I, think, that, I have a YouTube, uh, and it has a bunch of they might be I mean it may as well just be a may they might be giants tribute thing and it's not embarrassing at all how do they find you on there because I feel like your YouTube channel is uh, just like Dana it, it, well that's what it says but <laughs> right. it's really like music girl 82 music girl 82 that's what it sounds was. like yeah. a myspace profile but, you know, name well, you know, that, aim AIM, before they baby. did the Google stuff yeah that yeah right pre yeah, it matched my yeah. myspace <laughs> All right, then we got Scott Curry, who is for. Uh, wait, are you from Bloomington, or have you just been here forever? Second one, please. Okay. <laughs> uh, Scott's a member of multiple bands. I can't keep track of them since I moved away. Um, Multi-instrumentalist, specializing in the banjo picking. Uh, he's appeared on three This Might Be Podcast episodes for the songs By the Time You Get This. Uh, can't keep Johnny down, and was also on the first live episode. Don't let's start in Lafayette. Scott, yay! Curry, everybody, yay. and I just spilled beer on myself. Yeah, he only has one hole in his. Yay! Throat. Clap for all the plaid <laughs> that's up here. Okay, then we get. <laughs> then we got Carrie Hearn. She came all the way from East Lansing, Michigan. 
for some reason, she must really like me or the podcast. It's probably just they might just, be giants. I just like it's the <laughs> she likes driving, right? Especially in this weather. Um, Carrie is a scientist by day and a rabid They Might Be Giants cover artist by night, playing their songs on guitar and keyboards primarily. Uh, she also performs all kinds of classical music on both violin and in choral ensembles. She's appeared on, so wait, we decided it was three, it was three previous episodes, right? We had Mrs. Bluebeard, uh, the just released, um, yeah, just last week, Social Media, the newest They Might Be Giants song to be released, and then the Patreon Strings episode that Dana was also on. Carrie Hearn, everybody. Yay! <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and then the guy that picked the song and then let me turn it into a live episode, we've got uh, John Hancuff here. And John, I, I said he's a legend, and he's going to let me say that. He's a legend in the Bloomington comedy scene, having won all sorts of tournaments and shit, and he performs upstairs a lot and at the Limestone Comedy Festival, and he tours regionally with... Uh, what's what's the, the group of uh, the crew you got right now? Uh, Parents Night Out. Parents Night yeah. Out. Yeah. With, I know, uh, Mark... Um, Walter. Who else is on there? Shanda Sung, uh, Stephanie Lockbeeler, and a rotating cast. A rotating of, uh, cast. Other parents who are comics. Yeah. So, yeah, John, and he, I mean, he picked the song, so everyone give John Hancuff a hand, man. Yeah. Okay. Hooray, John! And, uh, stay close on that. Yeah. So I, get, I yeah. think um, legend is just a uh, polite legend. way of saying that I'm old and I never moved to a bigger market. So, <laughs> yeah. You, I mean, you That's how I move to it. a bigger market, but you do like Chicago and you guys go, right? Well, sometimes. Yeah, I mean, or? I guess technically the cities are bigger, but the crowds <laughs> are the not. <laughs> cities are bigger <laughs> and the crowds are smaller. Yeah. That's kind of how it works. You're like, yeah, the big city. That, every time I've gone on tour with bands, it's like, yeah, we're playing LA. In a, a laundry uh, mat. Yeah, a suburb <laughs> at a pizza place yeah. or something, right? It's awesome, On right? A street corner. So great. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not quite. Yeah, but you might go busk before the show, right? Get me, hey, come to the real show, right? So, uh, yeah, John, I've known you for a, a long time at this point. Yeah, it's a Met weird, you through. Weird com yeah. Did, did Wendy come? Where's no, Wendy? I, I doubt she. Wendy! Did. Nope. She's upstairs watching another comic. <laughs> Probably. How do you yeah. feel about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, John's wife, Wendy, we taught at the same school at Rogers Elementary over towards the mall. Woo! I was the music teacher, Wendy's. She's still first grade, right? Second now. Second yep. now. Oh, those kids are, they get rougher <laughs> there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> And then I taught um, Teacher joke, your daughter piano and then guitar and your stepson, stepdaughter. So we've had a lot of, you hang out, You hung out at our condo quite a bit <laughs> yeah. listening to children play music up in the loft. Or <laughs> in my car parked out in front of your condo. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not going to listen to that. Yeah, I have to They're, listen to it at home. The kid's yeah. six. It yeah. doesn't I'm paying this good. guy to listen to him for half an hour, <laughs> yeah, so I don't right. have to. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so since um, everyone's been on an episode except you, John, so I just want to do kind of the... Reader's Digest version of your history of fandom of They Might Be Giants. So um, we sadly lost Jeffrey Weiss. He's dead. Weiss. Jeff Weiss, yeah. Jeff, Jeff Weiss, okay. Yeah. He died from the... F no, he didn't. He has... Uh, he's ill and stayed in Indianapolis, but he is the guy that got you into They Might Be Giants. Is that right? Tell us the tale. Okay, so Jeff has been a They Might Be Giants fan for one day longer than I have. So we grew up by South Bend, and he grew up uh, closer to the city than I did. So he had cable, and I didn't. This is 1987. 
So uh, when 120 Minutes started, Jeff would record 120 Minutes on Sunday, and then on Monday, I would go over and watch it, and he would have already highlighted like bands that he liked. <laughs> nice. So uh, the Don't Let Start video was the first They Might Be Giants we saw, 1987-ish. Uh, and, uh, and then we would go to the mall, to Musicland, or uh, Camelot Music in the other mall. Oh, man. And uh, w we would just try to find any cassette by the bands that we liked. So we ended up, and we both ended up getting the Pink album. Um, on cassette? Yes. Yeah, nice. on cassette. How did that artwork, how did they crop that for the cassette? I know I've seen a picture, but the it, art is so amazing, but it's made for yeah, I mean, square. Yeah. yeah, we didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Just, it may be it wrapped around the spine a little bit. Yeah. The, you know, the, what do they call it? The J card or whatever they yeah. call the cassette yeah. things, right? Oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure it's called the spine. The spine. Fall in love with spines. Uh, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so then going to, I mean, taking it up to the, the current day, did you become like a. Uh, well, were you instantly a rabid fan, and did you stay with them, or what were, were there? Yeah, how did that I, I mean, there was there were several things about them that attracted Jeff and I. First of all, uh, we kind of resembled them in a way. <laughs> Jeff, I mean, Jeff looked like Linnell. Um, I looked like Flansburg. He had like floppy hair. I had the short hair with the glasses, um, and they were uh, like their sense of humor. They were weird. They Wait, were. Wait, did he wear turtlenecks? Uh, if yeah, only he was here to defend only, himself. Well, I mean, oh, come on. Only when we would watch They Might Be Giants videos. Hey, turtleneck, <laughs> turtlenecks yeah. are cool. Dress the part. If John don't, Linnell don't wears start turtlenecks. It. I'm putting on my turtleneck. Yeah. So, uh, so we, uh, I mean, we really, we really identified with them. Um, we also, f they were one of those bands that, like, <clears throat> the cool kids didn't get. They didn't understand them. They just thought they were weird. And, mm -hmm. and we, there's also there's a dark element to They Might Be Giants that we there really is attracted. yeah so, <laughs> we'll get into that yeah we were really attracted <laughs> to that as well so we um, we we stayed with them through the first four albums um, like rabidly listened through to everything Apollo 18 is the fourth yeah right? so were you you guys duo album mm -hmm. people and then they got other humans with them and you're like fuck this uh, I think we had started to move on sure. I mean to the whole grunge thing and heavier stuff. Sure. And Jeff got really into like uh, industrial music. Mm. And, uh, and, but then once I had kids, like many people, um, I reintroduced, I was reintroduced to them because of the kids albums. When I saw that, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Uh, the other song awesome. you're signed up for is violin, I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Violin. Nice. Violin. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, we, we played those a lot for our kids. Wendy played the ABCs album for her class a lot. So, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Mm hmm. So, there cool. is that gap yeah. for me from, a, I mean, okay. I know I was religious through Apollo 18, and then there's a gap until the kids' album started. Okay. So, then did you ever go and get John Henry and Factory Showroom and Mink Car? No, I've heard. You know, I've Get heard tracks here and there. Get off this Jesus. Hey, right listen, now. Listen, I'm no Greg Moore. Right? I'm no Greg Moore. Okay. Yeah, yeah Greg Moore was on the first live episode, and he's like, I know three songs. I'm like, do it. Yeah, and yeah. we ravaged him for it. Yeah. <laughs> I know six I, albums. Show your space here. Front, so. The more I pick on you, the more I like you. That's how it works. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> um, have you listened to anything, I mean, like really recently? Have you... 
No. J- just subscribe I'm to my Spotify playlist and it'll keep you up to date. I got a lot going on. I got podcasts to listen to. You can make the time. If you guys saw the homework list he gave us for this podcast alone. I didn't do that. He's like, there's a Google Doc. Yeah. Well, I want you to know what's going on. Yeah. Come on, I'm you know most oh. of the episodes when it's just me and one other person, they just run rampantly, just out of control <laughs> immediately. Yeah. And like this last one, this, or one that recently, the someone keeps moving my chair episode oh, with man. this um, British dude named Daryl Till, amazing pianist. Uh, it ended up going two hours and twenty five <laughs> minutes. It broke the record. Nice. But the problem was is that we talked about covers. We had a cover section to talk about people's covers. And then a flood tribute came out. So we did a second session to talk about those uh, those those covers of someone keeps yeah. moving my chair. Of which um yours was Yes. Yours was one of them. Yeah. Yes. So yeah we did a second that, that so it was already long and then it got crazy long. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's, uh, I think we could move along to the song, right? I mean, to hear, uh, about the stories, uh, They Might Be Giants fandom stories, we've got all the episodes that, uh, go through the episodes, the descriptions, say the guests, and, uh, each first one that they were on, they tell their, their tale of fandom. Am I the only one, am I the only one here that was, uh, because of Tiny Toons? No, that was the first place I heard them. Yeah? Yeah. Anybody else here? No. no, it was liquid no. TV for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, YouTube. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that makes it a lot easier. <laughs> well, uh, actually, the Think Geek website and then YouTube. Yeah, I remember God. talking about that. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it was nice because like the first episodes, I was just picking people I knew in real life, and we're all around the same age. We're like Tiny Toons, Tiny Toons, Tiny Toons, Tiny Toons. Yeah, Tiny Toons. And then yeah, and I'm like, I've got to get some of like the OG people. Apparently, they were a real band before. The cartoons told them. Right. <laughs> but then I've had, like, like Abby had, like, just... Abby Bash, who designed these T-shirts. She's in England as well. Woo, she woo. Yes, Abby Bash. Oh, she's going to yeah. listen to it. You got to clap for Abby. We love you, she, Abby. Well, the first episode she was on, she had just turned 21, I think. And she's like, um, I got into them in Phone Power, which is Jesus 2015. Christ. 2015. Hey, 2013. Yeah. Woo. So, but that's awesome. We got the different perspectives, people. I mean, it shows that they keep making new fans every step along the way. God, they're good. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. They're bad. Yeah. I, I like <laughs> this band a lot. So, to get into, um, they'll need a crane. Is on their second album, Lincoln, from 1988. Um, and then there was also a. I mean, it's like they call it an EP, right? The uh, Don't Need to Crane EP, which had some awesome B-sides on it. Um, but there are no demos or dial-a-song versions of this, which is odd because in that era, they were everything ended up on the tape machine. It felt like first, and then it would they would go into the studio and do it for real. What, I mean, what do you guys make of that? I mean, why? how did that happen? They just like... Linnell wrote it right before they went in, or, or how did it emerged fully formed from his creative genius? From his hair, but like yes. the way, right? But <laughs> they were on this like out. shook but, it from his hair. But they put they put the self they implemented this like we got to change the tape every you know whatever. Yeah, so they had I, to keep cranking out songs. You'd think this one would have ended up on yeah, there. I mean, when for they God's sake, they had like they had to come up with so much just content. Yeah, like it's very much like now, I guess. Right, it's it, just it, like having it's a just they didn't call it content back then. They called it songs. Pioneered yeah. that. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. yeah, so yeah, you'd think that they would just throw any goddamn trash on there. <laughs> but uh, and this is a kick-ass song. Yeah, how did like, and what the yeah. hell is it not doing on Dial a Song? I know, like I went, I was researching it, and I'm like, I don't think I've heard any on like the power of Dial a Song, bootleg oh. comps and stuff. Like, I don't think I've ever heard another version of this. Go to the, this might be a wiki and uh, the chronology tab. There's you yeah. can't click on it. There's nothing. I'm like, nothing. what? I'm like, really? All right, it's yeah, shocking. So. So the only thing we have to talk about is like the real version. We don't have a demo to talk about, so yeah. just right to Sweet. the Lincoln album version. So first we're going to talk about the musical elements before we get to the very happy lyrics. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about the musical <laughs> arrangement. Um, so uh, Dana, can I kick it to you first? We'll just go down the line here. We've got people that play a lot of different instruments. Um, I mean, what are your favorite things about the musical elements of this song? Anything from like just the vibe of it, the rhythms, the yeah. instrumentation, any of that? I like how jangly it sounds. It's very 80s, yeah. right? It sounds <laughs> well, different yeah. from a lot of They Might Be Giants stuff. I mean, and not that any two of their songs sound the same, really. But you know what I mean? It just has a different sound. Um, it was very much of the time. And yeah. the video was of the time, too. Yeah, well, yeah. when I say it, it sounds like the 80s, it doesn't sound like other people from the 80s. Right. But just like I was listening, I'm like, it sounds like he's got that chorus pedal on there. It's got that twinkly kind of jangly, new wavy yeah, kind of guitar, yeah. right? But it sounds like they might be giants. Yeah. yeah. Did you have yeah. more, Dana? And I like the little solo thing at the beginning, and not just because I'm playing that when we play it tonight. Yeah, <laughs> she's going to rock that at the guitar line and violin later. I, know, I really like that. Because Flans doesn't do a lot of guitar solos. Or anything. So when he does little lines like that, I'm always like, yes. I've been talking about that lately. How it kind of, I I love Dan Miller, their current you oh, know yeah. lead guitarist, and he's amazing. But like in the Flans era, he was all about the rhythm. But when he do a little lead, it would be kind of weird because he was coming from this kind of like punk and post punk fan background. So his leads were very interesting to me. He wasn't like, yeah, I grew up on you know playing Zeppelin or whatever. It's like I grew up on like Joy Division or Gang of Four or something. Right. Yeah, no, mean, the uh, yeah, you know it's interesting. Just I hadn't thought about the music really much on this one because it's not like the most like musically complex song. It's not. It's like, not weird. It's not. Yeah. It's not like blowing my goddamn mind. But that opening is actually really interesting because he's playing it like on like the back pickups, uh, and mm. it's kind of got almost like this rockabilly kind of like down 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 down. The attack is really. Yeah. It is kind of a very interesting choice, especially for something in the eighties. Like yeah, it seems to me. I don't know. Yeah, they don't. I seem, don't know. Yeah, they really don't seem <laughs> yes, to be. You got that. I don't know. You got it. They really don't seem to be very influenced by anything else that's going on at the time, other than like the technology they have available. How purposeful you so, think that is? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Do you think that's they were like, like on oh, purpose, like just, just stay out of it, stay out of it? I think just like the amount of stuff that, especially Flansbury, is just like absorbing every pop culture thing that comes in, it obscure or not obscure. And it's probably boiling down into stuff in some way, but they're not like, hey, you know, Duran Duran, let's make a song like that. They, you know? they, 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 I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, the musical arrangement is, um, it's like a, I mean, I guess as typical of a rock song as there is maybe on Lincoln. Lincoln's got a lot of really weird stuff. That's really awesomely weird. And whenever they might be Giants fans say something's weird, that means it's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like we like it. Yeah. This one, I don't know. I feel like, I mean we'll get to the lyrics later, but I feel like it was almost just like Linnell's like, well, let's just set this structure for the lyrics to go on top of, right? 
I mean, Scott, did you have anything else about the the musical arrangement there? To Not really, man. Like I said, it, it is it, that's very smart. It is actually a very nice little bed. It's a nice little like un- inoffensive bed that that when you listen to it, you fully expect it to be like kind of a poppy nice little tune there's a little minor key in there when the bridge hits and there's a couple little bits but it's a nice little nice little bed yeah and, and then the lyrics hit I, I have so much on the lyrics so i'm gonna yeah, stop yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stop the music thing right now right, i can't wait <laughs> yeah, to get to that either pass pass we're, we're not yeah, there pass. yet we're not there yet carrie what is uh anything we haven't talked about with the music i mean there, there's still a lot going on there what um what do you uh, what do you dig about the vibe of the the music yeah. of the song? Yeah, yeah, groovy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I guess what stands out for me the most is the rhythm, and it's it's sort of like it feels like it's tripping. Like, yeah, that's like good. He's, he's, it's like a jaunty ragtime rhythm. He's, he's. I mean, this is sort of gonna dig into the lyrics, but it sounds like he's like stumbling away from okay. you know this relationship thing, and then at the end. You know, there's the secondary rhythm with like the swinging wrecking ball. You know, mm, mm, I like against that. the first. So, so it's the for me, it's the imagery that the rhythm provokes. Yeah, you know, I I, I like that, and I like it's that when good. it comes together. Good like folks. when um, I had their w- one of their former drummers, Brian Doherty, on to talk about oh, song. Oh, brag! The bells are ringing. <laughs> well, what? You, yeah, yeah it's, I'm here no, doing Brent, a fucking. Awesome. I'm doing a fucking podcast in front of people. You think <laughs> I, I have no shame? That's great, man. I have no shame. So, but <laughs> can I touch your microphone? <laughs> I've had all. I've had all. I've had all four of their human drummers on the podcast oh, now. So yeah. I'm waiting for a now John. It's time for the bass players. I'm waiting for a John. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm in touch with their management. It's gonna happen. Just eventually. any John. I'll wear them. We got a John right here. I'm, yeah. For God's sakes. As soon as I get every baby single pass member. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, Johns. I already had a John on. So. <laughs> <laughs> And John, John friendly here. John, You're all obsolete now. Johns. Sorry. John Leonard. John now, Mulet. now all of a sudden I'm feeling pressure. Like I could really fuck this up, couldn't I? <laughs> no. You're gonna yeah. need to You're legally fine. put an H into your name because <laughs> J-O-N. That's not cutting it. Nope. Nope. Uh, anyway, the bells are ringing. We talked about how the lyrics and the musical arrangement of that song are like inseparable because it's called the bells are ringing. You've got. Um, Amanda, Amanda Homie doing the bum, 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 then the chiming sounds, and it's just very, yeah, I mean, it perfectly gels. I, I just listened to that episode today, so it's, you know. Brian was I, pretty cool. I agree cool. completely with where you're going, but yeah. So, yeah, so that rhythm definitely, um, again, and I talked about some of those, uh, those po- post-punk bands that went from, like, we're just furiously strumming eighth notes or whatever to these kind of, I mean, like, talking heads, stuff like that, that had more kind of funky rhythms, and this rhythm, just like all the focusing on the upbeats, you're, going, dun, 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 you're getting all the ands, all the offbeats. Um, yeah, I just realized we're playing a song with a lot of offbeats and then one that has ska verses. So there's a lot of uh, upstrokes in the, the songs do, we're going to be covering. Do you, guys see me, do you guys see me nodding like I understand anything they're talking about? Yeah, he, he said, okay, so I shared the Google Doc and I said, if there's any part that you don't want to chime in, and he said... Uh, I don't know that I'll be able to add much to this part. <laughs> that, that's okay. Go I, on. You don't have to know else. what you're hearing <laughs> to enjoy what you're no, We just hearing. needed a John. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> you said uncomfortable silence. You could, you could add that, right? Well, yeah. so as, as a guy who's, who grew up on a lot of that kind of 
new wave, post-punk, Britpop kind of stuff. I mean, do you hear that in this song at all? Like, I, like I'm, like I'm saying, those guitar rhythms. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a sparseness to it, and uh, uh, I mean, especially when you don't have like an accordion. Um, right. It, it, it definitely is a is a different feel, um, and I like I like how sparse it is. I hadn't really thought of it that way before, but that is most of the other music I listen to is is like that. So. And in my defense, I did play the flute in junior high. So flute man, yeah, flute man, John, <laughs> so. play a flute. <laughs> so I'm not totally ignorant about music, but you you lost me at eighth notes. So. <laughs> <laughs> he never got past whole notes. You just play, play that, notes. play that B flat. I may have accidentally. And stop. <laughs> Noticeable lack of trills in this song. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to hear like a woodwind quintet version of this song. All right. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah dude. I wonder if that's out there. We should check. You it. know, is I was it? saying, you know, the live is episodes it? don't really work for cover section, but if you want to do a separate, like, over the phone <laughs> thing and find the craziest covers, there's got to be a ton because it's such a big hit. Mm, but yeah. we'll we'll look for that woodwind quintet one later, or else I'll make some of my friends do it. <laughs> right. Uh, get your students. I to played do it. the flute in college. <laughs> See the rhythms again. So there we go. We, like we if I notated this out for like my sixth graders, they'd be like, "Wait, what's that thing that looks like a seven? Only my snare drummer knows what an eighth rest is yet. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they're, you know, they're like eight Just months into playing. Arrange it for recorder ensemble. Uh, what? For your Ooh, kid. What? For, uh, to arrange what? this for recorders? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> you guys shouldn't encourage me. I do enough stupid stuff so as it is. I would play I waste your my recorder he, he, is, he is on thin I mean, ice with too. that school board, man. <laughs> I was going yeah, to say... <laughs> No more. They might be. <laughs> You've had enough of this. I I would love to hear, like a fourth grade choir, do the lyric about Jim Beam. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll have to change yeah. that to Kool Aid or something. So I'm doing the second. Right. This right. is the Ism, second year. Orgasm, something or other, right? The, in yeah. in yeah. two weeks, actually, uh, my first graders are doing. It's the second, the second annual first grade. They might be giants program. We're doing Boss of Me. We're doing Doctor Worm. We're doing. Um, we decided Mammal was a little tricky. We cut Mammal. <laughs> Triops has three eyes. Um, Particle Man. I'm blanking on other ones. They Omnicorn? wanted to do e, eat, e Eats Everything, but there were two, there's too many words on that one. But they're going to rock it. It's going to be awesome. They loved it last year. And at first I was like, I'm just forcing my favorite band on these children. <laughs> but then I'm like, that. but if you just like, you know, kids are just like, hey, YouTube, play something. Yeah. I don't really care. You know, an unboxing video? Neat. Or whatever. Hey, they should right? be thanking so you. I really should. I want to watch someone else play video games. I don't. Thirty years from now, when they're like hardcore at, fans, yeah. they'll thank you. Yeah, <laughs> they should be thanking you. At least your kids, favorite band is educational, for God's sake. Well, the kids in second grade who did it last year, they'll still like come up to me in the hallway and be like, "They call me Doctor Worm," and like high uh, five. Uh, yeah. So when your yeah. daughter takes over the podcast, she can have some of those kids on. Oh my God, right? yes, please. That's an excellent idea. Well, to get all the way through the songs, it's going to take a couple generations of Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll be long really? dead. Yeah. The Johns will be like somehow preserved through It'll science. It'll be 2082. <laughs> yeah. right. 2082, yeah. that's right. They'll be like, here comes science too. And they're like cyborgs. They're like, like robot parade was real. <laughs> and then they're just going to keep making songs and I'll be dead. So, uh, <laughs> and I'll be dead. <laughs> yeah, but like I have my accordion at school to do Particle Man and Dr. Worm and the second graders will see it there and they'll be like, play the accordion and they'll remember all the words to Dr. Worm if I just start playing the chords and uh, oh and this year we, we one-upped it on Dr. Worm. The horn part, they're playing on kazoos. Oh, oh my yes. god. 
So picture 25 first graders. It's fantastic. We are the music makers, <laughs> and we are the dreamers of the dreams. Somehow that felt deep, but... <laughs> <laughs> the way you said it, it sounded really important. What the world needs now yes. is kazoos, kazoos, kazoos. <laughs> kazoos, sweet so, kazoos. They, they fucking love it, but they keep breaking the little paper, and their yeah, mind's they, busted, yeah. and I'm like... Don't stop sticking your finger in there like you're sticking in every other. That's a good rule for anything place. in life. Yeah, just right. stop sticking your you finger. You want to learn that quick. It's my doctor said my nose would stop bleeding if I kept my <laughs> finger in there. there. Yeah. <laughs> and oh Ralph God. Wiggum with oh a flute up his nose. So, so anyway, uh, let, <laughs> tangents are. I mean, this is how it goes. So I really like that we, point about the music kind of like stumbling and jangling along. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hadn't thought so about that. But let's that is lead really that into smart. the lyrical discussion then. So it, yeah, Carrie, if you want to take that into, we can segue into the lyrical discussion. So I mean, this one is a little more more straightforward, at least in the basic <laughs> concept. In that it's a about a relationship breaking up. I, I mean, unless there's some weird interpretations, I bet that Scott found. But, oh my God, uh, I am so, so excited! We, we, <laughs> He's about to blow out. I, like I have you, a book. I, yeah, I like how you hand wrote. <laughs> did you did like you hand transcribe the interpretations? Yeah, I wrote them on my people? phone and then I wrote them in a book. I really like your handwriting. <laughs> Thank you. It's beautiful. I really like the book. That looks very. You know, it's is it a uh, yeah, it word? is moleskin. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. you. Okay. So yeah, Carrie or Scott, I mean, <laughs> if you got anything else to kind of segue into that about well, I feel the like rhythms. we've talked about the music, so we should hand, you know, we should. Oh like yeah, big time. John, John picked it. Word man, so, get okay. in there. So can, Jared, can we shine like a brighter spotlight right on him? Wait, Jared's actually going to do it. Give me some gels. Wait. We should probably check to see if people are still here before no, we go. No, nobody's okay. out there. <laughs> right. But okay. it's recording. Right. People will listen later. <laughs> Maybe. You hope. Or they're watching on the, the Facebook. We the live stream. We got the people wonderful. Yeah, Facebook. Live streams work. Yeah. I know Marianne's in Canada. And she's like, are you going to live stream it? I'm like, just for you, Marianne. <laughs> Hi, Marianne. Hi, Marianne. Hi, Marianne. Yeah. I was kind of hoping you'd just, you know, drive down or something. But Yeah. Really? I like your name. I mean, <laughs> it's not far at all. Uh, so hey, I did it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so since I'm assuming that you picked this song, I mean, it was like a year ago you signed up on the spreadsheet um, and reserved it for forever. I've Doesn't that sound fun, guys? I signed up on a spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They got, they got it, 900 it, it songs. Is it color-coded? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Did you, yeah. Did you yeah. Choice? Nice. Have you never seen the spreadsheet? No, you got in so early. I probably just put you, you just picked whatever. Yeah, I just I just begged for another one. Yeah, because yeah. I'm on yeah. anyway. More times. Well, you're on this I'm, one. I'm, I'm, yeah. I, did I did it. One or two. <laughs> well, these days, if people are like, "How about a song off Flood?" I'm like, "Well, we got the the subtitled They Might Be Giants track. <laughs> Nothing else." <laughs> so yes, someone picked the theme from Flood as in its own episode. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's it's slim pickings on the early stuff now. But uh, anywho, Words. so I'm assuming since you're like, I don't want to talk about the musical arranger, and I'm assuming you picked it because the lyrics. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like I said, I was really attracted to uh, to to the darkness of a lot of their stuff. This song, I think, is particularly dark. I think there's some things they're saying that went over the heads of people who were more popular and less intelligent than me, which was kind of a... Nope. I, it wasn't one or the other. Yeah. Strong um, agree, yeah. Those, those, agree. those guys sucked. Yeah. Hard agree. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I believe it's called The Bridge. The lyrics yes. in The Bridge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's thank you. Good job, good job. Good job, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean... I, it is so incredibly dark. It's like his—he's speaking, and his inner dialogue is also 
coming out. Um, let's the, see. Don't call me at work again. No, yes. no, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's just. There it is. I, ha- I, I have that written down as like in my top five bridges. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. The yeah. one that yeah. gets me is that he says, I don't love you anymore. But then he apologizes for the nightmare. Right. That's yeah. part. That's right. He doesn't apologize yeah. for the I don't out. love you anymore. Yeah. It just slipped out. <laughs> and he, I'm doesn't so even, tired. he doesn't even realize that was the thing he said that mattered. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's a good uh, tired. Like yeah. he's to that he's point so with this tired. relationship. He's just, he's just exhausted. They're, they're worn down. He's at work. Yeah. For God's sake. Which he's he hates in, his job. And he's too, already apparently. in trouble. His yeah. boss hates him. Yeah. He's not supposed to get calls, and yet he has this call. It's yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, it's such a good bridge. I mean, back Top before five. cell phones, I mean you'd call like the restaurant or wherever the person worked, and you'd call or you'd call the receptionist and they'd have to dial it through. So people knew you were getting a phone and call. You'd be like, Well, she, go in the bathroom and call this person. What right. is she even calling him about? She hates him. She's out of Jim Beam. Oh, yeah, that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you don't know the song, Lad looks at other gals. Gal thinks Jim Beam is handsomer than Lad. I think we know what he the is issue might be here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I have a thing about that. If, I want to wait till we get to the interpretations, though. I'm going to Oh, my God. Let's get just our can, own can, interpretations. Yeah, can, we just, can we just stop and pause <laughs> and think about To see a world apart from pain. That's a line in this song. Yeah. Oh, my can, God. Can yeah. we also, since we just said the line about Lad looks at other gals, can we just stop and <laughs> contemplate how brilliant the, yeah. the, 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 it's not rhyming, but like... The, the inversion of the consonants. Yeah. Yeah, Everything. Consonants. And, and just like the lad, lad and, and gal. gal and lad. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of makes it harder to sing because it's it's not quite a tongue twister, but the lad and gal and lad and gal and lad and gal and gal and lad and the way they, the order But they're so around. parallel, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, these, these single syllable words. Uh, yeah. So we got... And then, uh, well, if we go back to the beginning, love sees love's happiness, but happiness can't see yeah. that love is sad. I think most people would be like, this song is about love or something. I don't know, Ooh. but like that's the way to start a breakup song. Like what was that? going on? So what obtuse. was going on in his life at yeah. that? Right. Like yeah. Yeah. Is there a story for this I one? I thought. I mean, I read that his parents got divorced, and it was kind of a story about that. But I don't know if that's true. Um, so on Gigantic, the film, um, I believe it was Jamie Kitman, you know, their their manager said, you know, that he was pretty sure that the song was about one of their parents. Like yeah, you know, the, the wiki does not have anything about that in the, yeah, in the trivia there. I mean, we got stuff about who the old guys are in the video. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty yeah. yeah, it strange. <laughs> and it was directed by Adam Bernstein, who did a yeah. ton of those, I mean, Don't Let's Start, and uh, he did Birdhouse, too. I mean, he did, like, all those early all ones, those right? All those early ones, right. Um, yeah, and it was filmed in Central Park in uh, New York. At the Bethesda Terrace. Um, yeah, and then, well, let's just see who those old guys were. We already watched the video. And it's, <laughs> who are the old guys? Answer, they are professional old guys. <laughs> I'm done. I don't need any more than that. I yeah, really don't. Right? The drummer worked for Frank Sinatra in the 50s. The bass player has retired from music and currently writes crosswords for the Daily News. Well, that's mm-hmm. awesome. And yeah. the keyboard guy is an actor. And then an in actor. the... Is he actually, I mean... Does he actually play keyboard? Or <laughs> I mean, well, I also question. like that that the one guy worked for Sinatra. The drummer was it? The drummer worked for Sinatra. Didn't yeah. say he drummed, didn't say for, drummed Sinatra. for Sinatra. Right. No, he didn't. Ah, at all. Point. He, he worked, worked for him. For he got him cigarettes. He yeah. went and got more cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, so then also <laughs> he, he ran the. So then, he, 
<laughs> on the, this way. He ran the whiskey pump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so on the uh, the direct from Brooklyn DVD, which I have direct from Brooklyn on VHS, so I don't have the commentary. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Flans, Flansburg says that the bass player in the video. Your own. The bass player. Okay, so <laughs> the bass player. He wrote crossword puzzles, which was really strange, and actually had sold a bunch of them to the New York Times, which I thought seemed like a dream job. <laughs> Flansburg, go figure. A lyricist. He's like, you know, crossword puzzles. Making crosswords. That, that sounds that. pretty cool. In another life, I could have been a famous crossword guy. I just see him on the set, like grilling. So what? So like, what's your process for? <laughs> what's the longest yeah. word you've yeah. ever come up with for the crossword? <laughs> hey, okay, how you, about this one? Three three letters. <laughs> Three letters, justified. <laughs> huh? What if he's like, uh, hey, I, you, you know, I've been making guys? my own crosswords. Would you? Would you look at them and could maybe you, give, me some you just give me some notes yeah. on my on my crossword? Wrong. Could, could you, could you wrong. Do, could, you, no. could you fit our acronym into the New York Times? <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Seriously. Can, yeah. Can you get? TBG can one of the answers be rabid yeah. child? Is that okay? Who might be giants? They must be giants. The answer is they. I got it. So. So, um, yeah, to get back to the lyrics, I mean, the the whole first verse is basically like the characters are love, happiness, and sadness or something. Love, like it's a proper noun or something. Love sees love's happiness. Happiness can't see that love is sad. Love is sad. Sadness is hanging there to show love somewhere. Something needs a change. They need to change, and then it goes into the I chorus. Mean, like is, it's like it is unbelievable. Yeah. That I mean, just that first verse is yeah. unbelievable. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. It's like one of those like old like Greek allegories. Like you're like rolling on. Like, I am yeah. love, but I am sadness, and I sadness <laughs> right. have arrived to show you love that somewhere <laughs> something needs a change. Is that acting? Aristophanes would be proud of you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Change? That was, that was, that got me. You ended it on a question. I almost spit out an ice cube, (laughs) man. Come on. (laughs) And so the chorus, I mean, the chorus is like, I mean, they were writing poppy songs and weird songs from the get-go. This one, I'd say, falls into the poppy category, even though it's kind of a mellow, it's a mellow poppiness. I don't know what John. What do you about the chorus? What uh, what do you dig about the chorus? I mean, usually it's the chorus that hooks you first. Was that the case? Uh, Just like the whole thing. You know, I mean, it. It's like we talked about with the music. I mean, that music grabs you from the beginning, um, and it doesn't necessarily match up with what they're saying, um, because what they're saying is so dark, and that's kind of their thing, right? Yeah. (laughs) So. I mean, the, it's like they're kind of uh, building this case as they go through for... I mean, the, rela- you, the relationship gets worse the farther you get into the song, I feel like. Are they um, telling the judge, like, well, Lad looks at other gals, and he's like, well, you Gal you thinks Jim Beam is handsomer than Lad. Yeah. Well, he isn't bad. Well, he well, isn't they're, bad. <laughs> and they're not... Are they even married, though? We don't know. I don't right? think. Yeah, I mean, call off the, wed- call off the wedding, sure. right? right? Call yeah. off the wedding. They're, then? Yeah, call maybe off the wedding engaged. band. Oh, yeah. Call yeah. off the wedding okay. band. Okay. Oh, them. it's band like Ring. Well, okay, so it's that's both, that's guys. one of it's the. Like it's, it's, it's band like Ring. It's both. 
Oh yes. my right. god. Mm. Okay. So I was going to say maybe it could be their engaged, but like an engagement ring, it, the the term wedding band would mean that they're I mean like the guy has a wedding band. Either so that they or are they're married. They you know whether or not they've put them on yet, I don't know, but Right, cuz right. also there, call there off was that talk. wedding band. Get those mm. old guys out of mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't need the wedding band. <laughs> get wedding that crossword off. asshole out of here. Send everyone yeah. home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Return, Take your crossword Return to go the home. wedding rings, you know. <laughs> No. Newspapers are going to go extinct soon anyway. Uh, it's, <laughs> I wonder if all three of those now. old guys, they chose them because they're divorced or something. They're like, yeah. you guys could really, you really sell this for us when uh, we film it. We should look up these guys. Are, are you sad enough for <laughs> this? Well, if we want to really get sad, I bet we could look up if those guys are still alive or not. Oh, 100% no. Please no, don't. No, no, it they, was 1988, they, they, and they, they are, were already ancient. They are dust. They are <laughs> for sure. Jeez. 100%. Wow. They've gone okay, back to skull. The podcast is now dark. Yeah. <laughs> this is, it's a They Might Be Giants podcast. We're going to talk about, you know, skulls and whatever. Yeah. Right? right. We'll need a Spines. I have a The ghost of my dance instructor pushed me down into an open grave. Can I raise a question? Yes. I have a question. Yeah. So, do you all think that this is like the saddest song in their canon, or is there one that you think is as sad or sadder? Oh, okay. I guess it depends if you think a breakup is sadder than death, because there's plenty of death, and especially in the Nels songs, people are getting paralyzed. Sad in context, like sad the way they write it, also. What do you think, Dana? The ones that make me sad aren't necessarily the ones that are sad. Like, I literally cannot listen to Long White Beard. I Mm. will cry. For a half hour. I cannot do it. It's not a sad song. So what is it about it then? Well, it, oh, don't make the me The pure beauty. The <laughs> pure beauty. No, I mean, yeah, she, okay. the, she, it's Robin singing, and she's singing about seeing the gra- her, the, her grandma was there in the dream and all this stuff, and I'm just like, oh, I miss my grandma. You know, just... Right. So and this is like John Flansburg's wife. Yeah. yeah. And that okay. one is not supposed to be sad. That's a kid's song. You know what I mean? Um well, yeah, it's like when John Darnell and I were talking about Apartment 4, it's like, how does this kid song sound so, so like melancholy, melancholy, but you still respond to it? It's like kids kids don't need every song to be like... They have a range of emotions. You're allowed to have a sad kid song or a mellow kid song. That's 100% what Jim Henson used to say about when The Dark Crystal came out and people were like, what the fuck are you doing? He was like, oh, you got to scare kids sometimes. <laughs> well, yeah, and he did it time. very and well. Boom. To, you know. And oh, yeah. then he snuck up behind a kindergartner <laughs> and just <laughs> <laughs> shook him real hard. <laughs> hey, kid, you want to live forever? But yeah, I don't know which one I think is the saddest, like an actual saddest. God, I, I could, that's a hard well, one. Like I'd have the, to go back through and God, think I, about it. Uh, I, mean, I could uh, narrow it down to a hundred, maybe. Yeah, the hundred I mean, saddest. Uh, the, shoe, the shoehorn song is pretty sad. Yeah, it because, is. Because he wants one with teeth. But he knows there's no such thing. Such thing. Yeah. How yeah. sad is that? That's plus, like a, plus, he's touring the world in a heavy metal band, and his, right. his the plane ran out, out of gas, gas and, and they can, can never, never land. land. Yeah. yeah. So I he's mean, just stuck flying around forever. I'm gonna pitch the greatest. <laughs> it gives kids nightmares. Oh, I bet oh, that song yeah. as a sad ass okay. song. Yeah. Off of I like that, fun. Yeah. That that one's so um, like clearly sung by like a delusioned person. <laughs> well, somebody so, with imposter syndrome. Yeah, 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 right, right. I think and a lot of musicians can very much relate to that. 100%. Yeah. And I honestly didn't even I'm care for that song until I saw the video. Oh, gosh. Nick uh, with Offerman. Nick Offerman. Yeah. I'm like, working on it. Um, so He's working on it. Sorry. I am. Um, okay, so, yeah, so, I mean, if we're going to say... Let's talk about some of their sad songs. We're going to be here till next week. So yeah, Jesus let's God. get yeah, back okay. to They'll yeah. Need a Crane, right? So <laughs> um, what other... Let's like see. So song. the second verse, 
Um, lad's gal is all he has. Gal's gladness hangs upon the love of lad. I mean, the gal's gladness, the love of lad, like all the like alliteration there, all the just the, it's just crafted so amazing. Uh, the love of light. Some things Gal says to Lad aren't men as bad, but cause a little pain. They cause some pain. I mean, I mean there's we, very uh, few lines. I mean, really, the verses are like four lines with some repetition. Can we really tightly written, right? Yeah. yeah. Can, can, yeah. can we agree that these people are the worst? The people, the Gal Johns, and Lad. The Johns are the yeah. worst. No, oh, Gal, the people are, in the Gal and Lad are the worst. They, they suck. Their pieces is shit. <laughs> they, they don't belong Jeez. in a relationship and they need to learn about themselves because they I'll are yeah, garbage. I, I'm not gonna Therapy was wow. accepted that. I, and I really identified with this song, so... They suck, right, guys? Uh, yeah. I, would, I, would, I would go so far as to say they're in a really bad situation. They're in a really yes. bad situation. I'm not going to call them out personally. A brain problem situation? They're in a bit of a brain no, problem but situation. Like, you know, sometimes you trap yourself in something and maybe you don't know how to get have, back out. Yeah, right? maybe they didn't have good relationship role models. I don't you know, think Not they did. everyone no. did. I, okay, right. Scott, I take it back. I take on. it back. Yeah. <laughs> Lad Sr. Let, let me, let me clarify. Let me clarify ever so slightly. I think that's exactly right. They had terrible relationship models growing up and they are in their first real adult relationship and have no idea what it is supposed to be like. They're sure. Amended. Or, that seems that's weird because I've always heard it as somebody that's been together so long that they've just gotten sick of each other. I think I'm more along those lines too. Yeah. Like, but that Don't call they, me at work again. Like, they could have met like you. freshmen in college, yeah. you know, and now they're like 24, and it's yeah, his first like, job. Like and that could be like he knew she had a drinking problem, yeah. but he stayed with her. <laughs> right. It was fun yeah. for a bit, but yeah. then now it's all sad, and I'm trying to go. Now we to have work, to be adults. Don't yeah. love yeah. you anymore. And it's, it's like it, it, the, your whole life can't be four years at Augustana or wherever. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Augustana yeah. College. Yeah. Hell yeah! How did you even remember that? You didn't because they sent me like a thousand pieces of mail when I was in high school. Augustana was the best. Yeah. I mean, it's where I met Cara, so uh, I'm glad I went there. Uh, yeah, so um, that's, I mean, that's all I got out. Of, well, and I'm a music oh, well, teacher, okay. so it all worked out. Uh, so, yeah, the Lads Gale, the, yeah, I mean, just singing this, and, and when we cover it later, uh, Johnny and Carrie and Dana and I, I keep, like, if I fuck up the lyrics, it's because they're, I think it's because there's there's no actual names or even he and she. It's the gal and lad and all this that is like uh, it trips you up or I get them out of order or something. Because I'll get like the little couplets, you know, I'll know what comes next. But if I mix up the verses, I mean, it seems like they all could almost be interchangeable. You're just telling like of all the crappy things that are going on, not necessarily in any order. But it is hard to sing. Like it's beautiful when you pull it off. <laughs> yeah. But right, I keep yeah. screwing it up. Yeah. And you know, I'll j I'll, I'll we, try my best. We'll love yeah. you anyway. Don't worry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, it's all but, good. Yeah. Make sure to take notes and let him know afterward. Every, yeah, everything yeah, right. he fucks well, up. You'll find under your chairs there'll be little slips yeah. of comments. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Right. That's you want to reach down there? Drop them in the box, otherwise known as the <laughs> trash can. Yeah. Uh, oh, then so boom. <laughs> the the part that's easy to sing is the bridge because it's like full. Oh yeah, so it's you know, mm -hmm. I, top five bridges, baby. Yeah, like I, we, people, like all these words that normal songwriters <laughs> would use would make a whole song out of instead of Gale and Lad and happiness and love being things and, and people and stuff. So like, yeah, the don't call me at work again. That part I have no problem. It all kind of goes together. It's just one right after another, and 
yeah, I think the key there, we already mentioned it, like the um, I don't love you anymore. <laughs> and there's a restaurant we should check out. <laughs> like, yeah, it makes it, it does. I do think it is. I'm agreeing with you, Dana. That's about an old couple. And they're like, you know, I don't love you anymore. But oh, do you hear about this new place, this Italian place that opened up down the block? Yeah, we all should the check it out. The nightmare people all the, go. All the nightmare people go. I mean, nice people, baby. Wait, I didn't mean to say nightmare. And then you ruined date just, night. Yeah, yeah. and that's right. what he apologizes for, and that's what. Yeah, uh, not the I, I don't love you. The first that's time, already agreed upon. But I the know. nightmare people, they hadn't discussed that. Yeah. <laughs> the, the first time True, I okay. had really paid attention to this song, because Linnell is very good about packing those lyrics in, and you have to really think about it to big to, time. Yeah, that's why I fucked him up. Yeah, yeah. All the time. I mean it's hard. Um, and when I heard that, and I realized, oh, he just pissed her off and doesn't even realize. He, he he is oblivious to what he said that really upset her, and he just doesn't. <laughs> that broke my heart. I was like, "Damn, it's such a great song." <laughs> I yeah. can't even. It's just. Yeah, it's like, hey, hey, honey, how was your day? Oh, it was pretty good. Uh, I don't love you anymore, but there's a restaurant, you yeah, know. Just and yeah. we should go. Yeah, it's just like. I know. Hey, can you pick up out. some milk? And um, I am completely unsatisfied. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and also, um, oh, the dog needs to be uh, uh, clipped <laughs> we, on yeah. Tuesday, yeah. <laughs> and I can't stand the sight of you anymore. <laughs> and also, the uh, uh, dinner is going to be ready at four. Yeah. Well, see, and that's why I was thinking this was his inner dialogue. Yeah, right. yeah. With, like, yeah, it's like what he wishes he could right. say, but or he, what he's thinking he fucks when he's like, up and actually says something. Yeah, when he's like, like, "Oh, it's fucking date I'm night." So tired. There's a restaurant. Yeah. I'm so tired. Oh my God, <laughs> at least related to what comes out of his mouth. I don't think yeah. that they're necessarily, you know, exactly what he's telling her, but yeah. like he's yeah. projecting this information oh, to her in some way. Yeah. Sure. 100%. Oh yeah. yeah. But to me, I just like Scott. I probably, you know, my brain went to Simpsons. Did I say that or just think it? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, real quick, real quick. Yeah. Can I can I point out that rhyming again with chain and pain is bullshit? Again. Hey, Manel oh pulls this off all the time. Yeah, and like they say it like that. It's I, I never noticed it until I was writing it down. I was actually looking at the written lyrics, and I was like, "This is like goddamn like William Blake bullshit." Like, be nice. Is, yeah. I can't handle it. Give the man a break. I can't handle it. <laughs> He nailed it so much. It's, it's all just, about it, the delivery. Anytime, yeah. like I give Leonard Cohen the same shit. I'll call him up, Lenny. He's hey, dead. Lenny. Well, he's dead he, now. Yeah, he's but in yeah. the same place the guys from the video he's are now. Yeah. Dead yeah. Is that they're, all they're all dust. All dust. Right. Him and that Sinatra drummer buried side by side. I'm yeah. guessing. <laughs> I call up the, the the cemetery. I'm like, can you drop this note? On the <laughs> just dig down a little and, just like and yell it in the hole. <laughs> that was bullshit, Jerry. <laughs> Screaming at the you know, you knew it. <laughs> oh my god! So good. Uh, <laughs> okay, so we already discussed the um, so the, the Jim Beam thing. I mean, when you first heard this, did you know what Jim Beam was? Uh, yeah, I mean, I had okay, had you were in high school. But... Yeah, okay. I knew. Does anybody not know what Jim Beam is? I didn't well, know I'm saying if you're a young person it. getting sure. into the MIP sure. Giants, you'd be like, oh, Jim, you know. Gail uh, thinks I, I Jim Beam. I will admit I didn't pick it up at first. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're n- not drunks like the rest of these people. <laughs> 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 nice. Oh. And there's another guy named Jameson. I don't know. He's, yeah. He sounds yeah, nice. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then there's a captain. There's a captain. I mean, they wrote like, a whole song is, about that. This is incredibly specific. This has got to be some kind of pervasive. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the Johns know about everything, including well, that dragon. Uh, on that point, can I can I read you one of the interpretations I okay. found? You've been you've been waiting. You've been yeah, chomping a bit for the fan interpretations of this might be a wiki. 
What you got? Well, the second one that I wrote down specifically talks about the Jim Beam name, and I thought it was just baffling. Um, and I quote from uh, tmbw.net? Uh, net. Net. Wow. Dot net. God. God, is God bless old. him. Yeah. Uh, so someone wrote for their interpretation of this song, <clears throat> they each start looking at other options. Lad just at general gals and gal at a lad named Jim Beam. I think that that last name, Beam, may be intentional, as a beam is something that provides support, which could help as they rebuild. Oh, wow. Oh. Wow. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. It could I, I be mean, a child writing in. I know. Yeah, that's what I'm I mean, saying. Broken into the liquor 12. cabinet. It yet. never occurred to me what? until I was sitting right now that anyone might not know what Jim Beam is, but I am a colossal drunk. So it, it, make, <laughs> it, it only makes sense that I would never have caught that, but it just, they, they put so much thought into it. <laughs> Beams, well, you know, you beams know actually the, could provide a lot of support. Beams. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if, if you didn't know that it was alcohol and you're like, Jim, you're going to think beam. about, yeah, you're going to interpret what you know. Ooh. I mean, if you don't it's know incredible. the reference, you'd take it some other direction. It's my favorite. Well, my so second you favorite. got another one? I do, actually. Uh, let's hear it. Can we do it? <laughs> uh, uh, this, one is, this one is upsetting, and I could easily talk about it for two hours. So please don't. Yeah, I will a, not. I'm setting a timer. Uh, this is what I needed in my life is to read this to you. Um, <clears throat> one of Linnell's best themes. I think this song is about a broken marriage. Obviously, a crane can be many things along with a stork. Storks are heavily associated with babies. What? <laughs> They'll need a crane. Is basically saying to save their relationship, they need to have a kid. Mind blown. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. That I mean, is the most screwed up shit I've ever well, heard. What, what did they think metal ball metal, hung yeah. from well, a chain hung from mean. a chain? I mean, but How still, like these two people. You never I mean, hang a baby? You've never hung, hung a, baby a baby from a chain? <laughs> I mean, I don't have kids. Well, good. I don't mom. know what you people do. How else are you going to knock the house down other than the <laughs> <laughs> chain baby? <laughs> but the, I mean, these people do not need to have a child. <laughs> no, they're oh, goodness. I don't think they do. Oh, they're tremendously yeah, dysfunctional. The, yeah, that's the whole point of My the song. My God, they're I just... couldn't imagine a more baffling thing to read. Hey, uh, maybe that's why um, so many people have so many kids. Yeah. It's, I blame society. <laughs> I blame John Linnell. I blame John yeah, Linnell. Yeah, it's all John Linnell's Clearly. fault that our nation has descended into madness. <laughs> Clearly, okay. They, they so, just need to have so, a kid. That's their problem. So, um, so we've already talked about the music video quite a bit. Wow. Is there anything else about the music video we want to mention um, before we get into the David Letterman performance uh, about the music video that we watched at the top of the show, the official yeah, video? I was just noticing. Well, I mean, noticing again because obviously I've seen it a billion times. But they have these jerky dance movements. Uh, right? The best, yeah. love it. I like love it. They, yeah. they, I mean. They could have just moved naturally along with the music. Do they ever move naturally? I mean, well, come on. <laughs> I don't I mean, point, look at these t-shirts from the Dr. Worm <laughs> yeah, video. I mean, that's Choreography. The deal, yeah. Yeah. Choreography. I mean, it was obviously intentional. Oh, I blew it. Sorry, guys. I'm wearing a Vandalay Industries shirt. I gave you Sorry. one when you got here. <laughs> you blew it. We're on Facebook Live. It's important. Uh, <laughs> but I'm an importer-exporter. No change. <laughs> I'll be right back. Sorry, guys. <laughs> But it was intentional, I think. Five and, but I don't yeah. necessarily break, yeah. know 
why I mean they always had to have a dance in their early videos. Maybe that was well, just their I way. Well, I mean was of, that was that Adam Bernstein kind of pushing uh, that? That's a good question. That, that, yeah, or like the label. The label is like, "Hey, videos in the 80s, you got to have some cool dance." I mean, if it's well, going I on I wish MPD, we could ask him. Right? I was going to say that this this video seemed kind of tame compared to some of the other ones like um Shit, don't let's start. He was crawling around on the goddamn ground and uh, yeah, yeah. Birdhouse in your soul. They got the weird eyeballs and the and the clawy stuff. Yeah, it's funny, the, you know, like the big reveal Anna with all the this crap with the sh- you know you guys' shirts. Okay. Like the big reveal is pretty early on. It's showing mostly the Johns, mostly Linnell, and then it like goes up from the bassist's hands up to it like oh it's an old guy some crossword guy right it reveals them to be you know like oh they've got a band but they're showing mostly their feet or their hands or whatever and they're like oh it's a bunch of old guys you know I don't know does it say something about the song or is it funny but that's like the reveal but it happens like in the first verse yeah so like the rest of it I mean I like in the bridge the um the rowboat or gondola or whatever they got there, right? And then the, the old guys end up rowing. I'm just yeah. like, I always felt bad for that guy. I'm like, you know, the bass player's in there. He's like, I'm like, <laughs> you know, I mean, seniors need exercise, right? Get to Water aerobics. John, we <laughs> did, we, uh, J- Jake, we didn't have the sound on that. Can you row it again? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Flansburg's like, I'm going to play my guitar. You row the boat. You the but boat. I'm 75. Get in the boat. Yeah. You look great. I can't we're, swim. We're paying you. Yeah. No life jackets. It doesn't yeah. look right. No, you look great. <laughs> You're looking great. You need some water? So, so I will say with the dance thing, like I was a 17, 18-year-old oh male God, yes. who was very, who had a lot of excess energy and uh, and to s- that's what I got from like the it w- they were releasing energy, but they were also not releasing all the energy, you know, holding it but, back. Yeah, a little yeah. Bit. yeah. Big time. There's a kind of like this pent up like, like maybe maybe I move this way. Yeah, does this, does this do it if I jerk this way? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So I, yeah. I I really like that. And then I thought it was interesting pre flood to have the guy rowing in the boat. It is interesting. It really reminded me. I never even thought about that. that. What's up with boats? Yeah. (laughs) What is the deal deal with boats? boats? (laughs) (laughs) Put some wheels on that thing and go on the ground. New podcast. (laughs) Would it be a boat of car then? It would would be be a boat of car. car. A boat of car. There you go. It all ties together. I like in the bridge. I like in the bridge what Linnell is doing because you know they're up until then they're like doing these dance moves or whatever, and then mm-hmm. he's just like walking out. Yeah, like, I am so done. Casual you know? Linnell. Yeah, casually sad. Sort of sadly, like yeah, <laughs> head kind of down. Yeah, yeah. Those. Long locks. And I had noticed that eyes. before yeah. I watched. I mean, I probably noticed it sort of, but I didn't. I wasn't specifically looking and. Right, like right. Can, just can you before guys believe, this podcast, I noticed. Can you believe we've been talking for over an hour about they'll need a crane? Can you guys believe this? Can you believe you've been yes. sitting here? What are you going to tell people? <laughs> what did you guys do last <laughs> night? <laughs> I listened to people talk. They and had I, tables. That had and nice I can listen talks. to them later, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah I was there on for that one. Yeah. I'll cut out all the dumb stuff, so it'll be like a 20-minute episode. <laughs> Great. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed <laughs> me here, because... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you won't hear him on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, yeah. only, I only know six albums. So yeah, you guys the whole time they're like you're lucky to be at the table. Just shut up. Any other band that would be like their entire oeuvre. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Jared's gonna hit the projector here again, and we're gonna watch when they played this on Letterman. Um, And this would this would have been the Letterman uh, late uh, his first show. Uh, So we're talking 1988. Um, You might be (laughs) blurp. 
Hey, lads and gals. Huh? Let's watch David Letterman. Am I in the way? Is my good. big dumb bean oh. in the way? He Just, good. It's fine. Oh, oh, Where's the you. audio, Jared? Yeah. Okay, there we go. Oh, uh, look at his hair. Yeah, he's, he's so, so young. Uh, our next guests were listed in the 1988 Esquire magazine Register of Notable Americans. Their new album is called The Lincoln. Ladies and gentlemen, making their network television debut, please welcome They Might Be Giants. There's a guy waiting with the acoustic guitar. You know what he's waiting for. Some things gal says to mine. Artman is bad because a little pain. There goes a pain. Sticks like now's my time to shine. To see a world apart from pain. Don't call me at work again. The boss still hates me. I'm just tired and I don't love you anymore. And there's a restaurant we should check out. Sorry, my bad. This was 1989 when they played it, so, yeah. Let me just say how much I love when Flansburg, and he still does this, where he'll just, like, take his guitar up like that. I don't know, something about that pose. And he, t- he so, never loses a note, either. He never misses yeah. a beat. And if I tried to do that, I'd be done. <laughs> no, I was thinking, like, because he, they're, they're playing with, like, uh, uh, Paul and... and Anton and, and, Fig. Really legit the, yeah. the, the yeah. folks. Right. But it's, like, all that jerking around and jumping and guitar movement that's like code for people that don't know the song in the band yeah. to be like and then we hit 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 it's like it's here all, is it's, the it's jerky like sign part. language that he's giving to the rest of these people that don't know the song yeah, he's cueing them. but mm-hmm. you never know as a viewer unless you've done it 
that that's what's happening. You're just like, man, he's really wow. Look at him. But then there was the energetic young boys. But then there was a bass player who seemed like he was just trying to be like, I'm really in this band. I'm gonna (laughs) copy Flansburg's moves. He was. He was getting really into it. I love that. So we were talking about the Linnell stare. Which oh. just every time they play a late night show, he has to like kind of side eye into the. <laughs> like he camera. knows where the camera is. Right? So, <laughs> so Karen, you were saying something while it was it was playing. I couldn't. I didn't hear all that. What was your? Uh, did well, you have I, a? I, um, yeah, I was pointing out the fact that he's into photography. He's been, you know, he's worked in photography. Yeah. Um, he probably understands eye lines way better than Flans does. <laughs> Dude, <Yeah. laughs> totally. And he's seeing like the red light on the camera, like which one is on me now? Oh, hey there. Oh, we're over there now. <laughs> so, like you know, if you're looking at the camera operator, or you know the, you know, if you're not looking at the lens, you're not actually looking into the camera, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that reminds me of. Uh, do you guys know the band Sparks? Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, Ron Mail, uh, his his job is to stare at the cameraman and like scowl and 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 constantly look deadpan. It's kind of that same thing. Well, no, it totally does have that weird mm-hmm. stare. I hadn't thought about that. It's great. It's like I, I've got some Sparks fans in the house. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh yeah. yeah. Now, who has the podcast about? <laughs> <laughs> there aren't enough podcasts out there. Clearly, I mean. Every white guy in this room should. I mean, aren't we all supposed <laughs> yeah. to have one? I, I might have two, accidentally I have, two have one. I, you, yeah. you accidentally? Is I that might. What you said? I might accidentally have a podcast. I oh, know. I accidentally a podcast Whoops. on purpose. Whoops. <laughs> Oopsie. This might be a podcast that's already taken. That name's yeah, already taken. <laughs> is it a podcast about They Might Be Giants podcast? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my when you God. go through every episode of every They Might Be right, Giants right. podcast. So these things, don't, behind, these things do exist. They're, it's like the Star Trek thing is like those, those fandoms go so deep that my friend Jerome, who's in the band, the Exquisite Dead Guys, my kind of mm-hmm. They Might Be Giants cover band, he said he listens to a podcast, um, or no, he was on a podcast which does like wrap up like Talking Dead about Walking Dead, but there's there's the big like famous Star Trek podcast, whatever it is, and then <laughs> there's a know. podcast that then discusses those episodes. <laughs> I'm glad the world is burning. Yeah, <laughs> burn down all the podcasts we, we except we, this one. We did it. We did it. <laughs> you guys, everybody, <laughs> go home. All right, I think I think that's a good place to wrap up, right? I mean, I think we'll just yeah, every, yeah right. Oh my goodness! So we're, yeah, we're gonna have some music, everybody. Uh, a lot of they might be Giants covers and originals. Um, but first, let's just do a little wrap up here, a little uh, with yeah, and let's start with um, John. Then since you picked the song, uh, thank you for letting turn it into a live episode. I mean, it was such a good choice. I was thinking about it after we did "Don't Let's Start" and then "Birdhouse in Your Soul" live in Chicago. Like, what else? And I wanted it to be from an album we hadn't done a live episode about. It was the perfect choice. And, you know, as a comedian, you're not scared of the stage. So I was like, he's going to go for it. Come on, he'll go for it. And you did, so thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. (laughs) Yeah? Any final thoughts on on the song? Or like what it's uh, I, I what has it meant to you over the years? Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it was one that I maybe hadn't listened to for a little while uh, before you sent me the spreadsheet in the Google Doc. Uh, <laughs> I mean, something to get on. I mean, sometimes that uh, happens where you listen to a song so yeah. much you kind of need to you take a break it. from it or whatever. Well, but then when you went back to it, I mean, I I mean, I knew I knew like I I felt it the way I'd always felt it, and then sitting here and actually looking at the lyrics and realizing. I, I'm, lyrically, it's an amazing song. Yeah. Um, I, if anything, I, I appreciate it even more. So, yeah, and that, yeah. I mean, that's what this podcast has turned... I mean, they were already my favorite band. That's why I started a podcast. But going into these songs, especially since my guests pick the songs, 
when people start picking more obscure ones, and I'm like, oh, like out of the 900 songs or whatever, I've listened to that, you know, that modern era B-side maybe three times. Now I'm going to go listen to it a shitload and then really think about it and then talk about it for over an hour. And I'm like, yeah, this song is also amazing. Why haven't I been listening to it every day? Right? So it's just like, it's, it's I mean, it's... My wife would probably tell you that my obsession is, uh, I mean, it's just feeding my obsession, which I don't know. She puts up with it. Well, so. you know, I, I've listened to this song probably two dozen times in the last week. I mean, probably 10 times today, just as we were doing stuff here. Two and, and a half minute songs. And I like, sing yeah. along with it every time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I just can't not sing along with yeah. it. Yeah. So. But yeah, it's it, like I said, I'm going to screw up the lyrics. I know it. It's so much easier. You're like, I know the song backwards and forwards when Linnell is my duet partner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Carrie, any uh, final thoughts on uh, They'll Need a Crane? Um, I, I'm going to guess this was actually the third song of theirs I heard because I stumbled in through YouTube videos. Yeah, and I song. suspect yeah. that it came up after Don't Let's Start. And, and maybe Birdhouse, right? <laughs> well, All the live like episodes. Birdhouse songs. was yeah. first, and then Don't Let's Start. Yeah. And I think I probably watched this one third. And, you know, it was beautiful and sad. And, you know, then I listened to the album, and the whole album just like fits together. And this is like. Yeah. That's one I don't thing know, we didn't talk about how the hit is like. It what track thirteen or something? It's like like most really? most labels would be like this yeah, is you, track thirteen got, on the album. Hold on, I'm hold on. I gotta refer to my notes. Where is yeah. it? Oh, okay, all right. So we got Lincoln, Lincoln, fourteen. Whoa. Jesus, track fourteen. Out of, out it starts what? with Anna Ng, so they come out of the gate with Anna Ng. Yeah, uh, Anna Ng, Cowtown, Lie Still, Little Bottle, Purple Toupee, another Jesus music video, another great one. Okay, Cajun Aquarium, where your eyes don't go. Ooh. Oh. Uh, piece of dirt, Mr. Me, Pencil Rain, The World's Address. So there's a lot of these weird ones, and I've got a match, Santa's Beard, mm. You'll mm. Miss Me, and then they'll need a crane. Jesus. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, it's the good one that we need the poppy one near the end. I don't know. Did, I, don't I don't know, know why. There's, there's and, then shoehorn. and then shoehorns yeah. stand on your own head God and snowball it. in hell. So it's uh, it's crazy just, I mean, they, how many songs they put on an album, you know, uh, but to think this one, I mean, for it to become a hit, and be played on MTV and they make a music wild. video out of mm-hmm. track 14. Wild. Has that ever happened? Right. I don't know. <laughs> so I wonder yeah. if this song and I've Got a Match, is that the name of it? Yeah. yeah. You just yeah. mentioned so many songs that now I'm like, well, Ooh. there's a shitload oh, of songs here. So yeah. Yeah. the question oh. is, is this a concept album? Yeah, they are. Like thematically, I yeah. If they're is the Santa Lad? Is Santa Lad? Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Is Santa Jim Beam? <laughs> he gives us support, Santa Greg. Is definitely Jim Beam. And then you can't stand on your head because you're. I don't even no, know where I'm mean, going. Lie still, little bottle. If you think about it, they have. It's totally they're very similar. Though. They could be about the same couple. Right. Let's make it oh into my God. American oh my idiot God. style music. Oh my God. Okay. I just, I just figured it out. There. It's, I, it's a I melancholy. Will. To me, there's like a specific melancholy feel to this album, and it's it's oh my very God. beautiful. I love Lincoln. My like, second favorite album after Apollo. Yeah. The whole thing really hangs together, and this is kind of one of the it's linchpins a, that it hangs around. Yeah, it's so. a fantastic album. Like, it's got, I mean, I love every song, obviously, but it's like it's got, you know, the, the poppy and the weird, and the poppy and the weird, and it just keeps like feeding you the poppy ones. And I guess they had to have one at the end, and maybe like, oh, it's the saddest poppy one. It'll be towards the end. I don't know, but 
Yeah. Were there any any yep. other thoughts, Carrie? Yep. Move on to Scott. Final thoughts. I just figured and it out. Also, start thinking about your scores because they'll be coming back around again. Oh, I, I oh, just figured it out. Right. Is it a concept album? Are Gal and Lad Santa? <laughs> yes. The, the answer? It's a concept album about Abraham and Mary, Mary Todd, Todd. Mm. Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> Prove me wrong. <laughs> How does Anna Ng come into this? Yeah. <laughs> what Vietnamese woman did Lincoln know? I mean, <laughs> th- this isn't my job. I'm just, I just hey, think I mean, of the ideas. Mary Todd was his Vietnam. It's obvious that they had never meet, Mary right? Todd. I mean, that's part that's of that. Oh, wow. Yeah. But yes. how many Anna Ng's were in the phone book during the Civil War? Well, okay. I mean, well, they probably would have been, come on. dude. We just, they would have been their phone book, uh, not ours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I'm going to pitch it. Some so, nerds out there, you figure it out. You know, Scott, I thought, yeah. the th- I thought where you were going with this was the like, modern, stupid internet era and be like, is Lad Santa? The answer will surprise you. 15 reasons. Then you got to click, on it. Then you gotta click through several pages, right? So we, we can take it again if you need me to do that. <laughs> Uh, any other closing confident. thoughts? And we'll pitch to Dana. Closing thoughts, Dana, and they'll need to crane. She's I speechless. Think, yeah, so I mean, we've all said everything I was thinking, and then Scott said some other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Scott did. said what we all weren't thinking. Uh, so let's let's score. I was it. invited. Let's score it, and I always get to go last. So back to John. What do you score this uh, out of ten? And we score it against the other. They might be Giants cannon, so you don't need to score it against, uh, you know. Smith songs. This yeah. guy is trying to. He doesn't know if he likes the Smiths anymore. Cause no, you know, I like the Smiths. Yeah. You don't like the right. guy that's sing- just yeah. pretend okay. the singer's name is something else. Yeah. Anyway, um, so you don't have to rank it against this charming man. Okay. Against other they might be giant songs. Where would you score? And decimals are acceptable. All right, I'm gonna go nine point five. Was that an ooh like that's too high or too low? <laughs> right nine point five. I like it. Carrie. I'm gonna go with eight point nine. 8.9. Scott. Uh, uh, easy 9. Easy 9.0, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dana. <laughs> Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay, so now we're getting fractions involved. Can't that's quite okay. articulate yep. the reason, <laughs> but that's. Wait, so I'm who giving. wins? Who, who got closest without going over? I do. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, yeah. since my score is also 9.5, I think the winner right here is John Handcuff, everybody. He wins. Yeah. The correct score is 9.5. Well, I'm just saying, like, because I've, I've loved this song for forever. I didn't get into them. I, it was a few years after you got into them. Um, but I got Lincoln pretty shortly after. And I've loved this song for what feels like my whole life. And talking about it and covering it for the first time, I'd never covered it. You know, learning how to play it um, just made it like, you know, I was, I was thinking like, you know, 8.8, 8.9, somewhere around 9. But definitely... 9.5 for they'll need a crane. So, yeah. So let's wrap up the episode there. We're going to have music from uh, Scott here. Is going to do some banjo picking and some dobro playing. Yeah. And uh, there's a couple of They Might Be Giants covers in there and some other covers and some originals, right? That's correct. That is correct. So we're going to strike the stage here and do that. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the episode. Uh, this might be a podcast. They'll need a crane. Thanks, everybody. Thank you to John, Carrie, Scott, and Dana. I'm Greg. Yeah, cool. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Show's over. (laughs) And now here is They'll Need a Crane, performed by uh, Johnny Summer on drums, Carrie Hearn on guitar, 
Dana Williamson on electric violin, and yours truly on bass guitar and the lead vocals. Oh yeah, harmonies by Dana as well. So check it out. up the course. It's like I'm just inside my own head at this point. May have talked about the lyrics too much, and I'm like, yeah. okay, I don't know. They're all jumbled in there. Yeah, he crams them. Alrighty. Hope you enjoyed our third live episode. They'll need a crane from the Bishop in Bloomington, Indiana. Thank you to everyone who came out uh, to the actual show. Got to meet some people, a couple of miscellaneous tea people I'd never met before, and. Uh, a lot of other people who I, you know, just, I guess, saw the flyer and, like, they might be giants wanted to come. So thanks to everybody who's coming. Maybe we got new listeners now. Thanks to it. Uh, it was super fun. Remember, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram is, uh, this might be a podcast with underscores in between each word. Uh, email, this might be a pod at Gmail. 
We've got an official website, thismightbeapodcast.com, thismightbeapodcast.bandcamp.com. I'll be putting the rest of these songs from this gig, the rest of the They Might Be Giants songs, uh, into a little EP that'll be for free on the Bandcamp. So you can probably find that in maybe a week. I don't know. I got some mixing to do on the rest of them. Uh, But yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. And we'll be back next week with a regular episode, well, a three-person episode with a bunch of craziness on the Mesopotamians with my kind of real They Might Be Giants cover band dudes, the exquisite dead guys, Jerome Hammersbach and Matt Monta. And uh, we're going to have a cover of the Mesopotamians in there. We're going to talk all about it. And it's insane and a long one. So uh, stay tuned for that next week. And uh, peace out, y'all. They'll need a crane, they'll need a crane, they'll need a crane, they'll need a crane, they'll need a crane.